Welcome back to Arab American Psycho. My name is Noor, and today's guest is a photographer. He's a stylist. He's a creative director. Welcome to the show, my friend Todd Johnson. Yo, what's good? <laughs> Todd's middle name is um, S, and I just found out that he was almost named Todd Stephanie Johnson. Yeah, and you know, it was a shocker to me too, because m- when my mom told me, I was like, because I used to, all right, damn, <laughs> fuck, I'm already going to start with some shit. All right, so when I was younger, I used to watch Family Matters, and y'all remember Steve Urkel, and what he would do is he would go into this time chamber and he would turn into Stefan. I kind of forgot about that. Yeah. No, Stefan. It was Stefan. It was Stefan. And he would always come out so smooth and cool. It's like he went from this like nerd to yeah, like yeah, yeah. being smooth and cool, Stefan. So I used to tell people that my middle name was Stefan. And my mom was like, your middle name is not Stefan. It's Stefan. And I'm like, well, well, like, where did Stefan come from? She was like, because my name is Stephanie and I gave you a part of my name. And I was like... Word. Which is honestly really cute and really smart. Right. No, it was it was cute, but I was like, that's cool. I'ma still tell people Stefan, because Stefan just sounds like mm, Stefan. Exactly. Stefan has Todd Stefan Johnson, like, damn, that sounds crazy. It does have more spice to it, but also mm. Stefan is a character from Stephen Vampire Diaries. Vampire Diaries? He's a vampire. He's apparently the very hot vampire. I've never watched a show, but my sister loves Stefan. Was was Vampire Diaries around the same time like Buffy and no, 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 no. Vampire Diaries was like Gossip Girl time. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's more recent, more recent, more recent. But like, honestly, the only thing I know about that show is that there's a guy named Damon and a guy named Stefan, and they're two hot vampire brothers. Sick. All right. Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah, Todd Stefan. You're like yeah, like the like the yeah vampire. that works yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah like the vamp. Um, but no, it's it's really exciting to have you on the podcast because I've wanted to have Todd on. For a while, and also I feel like I need to say this, which is that Todd is the first photographer I have ever hired electively to take photos with because everyone who listens to the show knows about my weird fucking trauma with like photographers taking just like, yeah, it's a good photo, sure, but like, why do I look like another fucking person? <laughs> right? Like, why do I look like a three foot tall Oompa Loompa. Help me understand this. But Todd, Todd takes great photos where you also, it's like a flattering photo. So like, do you think that you just have this gift or do you think that other photographers are just out to get me specifically? (laughs) I mean, to be honest, I I, want to say it's both. I think, I think, I think, I mean, I don't know. I I don't really know how to explain what I see when I look through when I'm, when I'm trying to compose an image, mm-hmm. it's just like, like I could sit there and for like, I don't know, maybe like two to five seconds. I'm like, all right, I need to figure out how I'm going to get this right. And then when I get it, I'm like, boom, right there. That's, that's the shot right there. Take it. I know other photographers and, and I also think sometimes like other photographers I know shoot, digital Mm -hmm. so when they shoot digital it's like they can shoot a million and one pictures and i feel like over time it's just like all right bro like there's a million versions of this shot i'm gonna just go with this one like because i shoot film i feel like i have to take my absolute time with every shot so like it might take me like a little bit longer than somebody who shoots digital to compose a shot and be like, okay, this is the exact shot that I want. There it goes. And usually like I I take a lot of things into consideration when I like finally get that shot composed and I take it. It's just like, yo, you there. Yeah. There's just, there's a lot of things that go into that. And so when, when I get the shot, it's usually hopefully 
a, a good shot. Listen, they, they're great shots. I love them. But Thanks. Uh, also, I do think that that makes sense, though, because like when you are shooting digital, like, listen, I'm not a photographer, but I love to take photos and I really have a fucking trigger finger and I'm mm. just like, boom, 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 because it's an iPhone and I have lots of space on it. So I'm like, I'm just going to keep fucking taking photos right. and whatever. I don't give a fuck. And I'm sure some of them will be good. But like you really do take your time. Like it's it's a thoughtful yeah. process, which is I mean makes sense if you are a photographer, you should be taking photos yeah. thoughtfully yeah. and like you know getting it right. But what made you decide to shoot film versus shooting digital? Uh well, first I don't want to shit on like people. <laughs> He's like I don't want to be with, like, opinions are digital, her own. Digital yeah, photographers yeah, yeah. fucking suck. Yeah, I hate yeah. digital. If you shoot digital, you're whack. Nah. The thing is, with digital, like, I definitely have attempted to shoot with digital before. Um, and I think, at least for me, the idea of being able to, like, take a picture and then automatically being able to look at it and judge it is, like, something that I didn't like. I didn't like being able to see it immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, because then I'd, like, overthink. Then it's just like, oh, I fucking hate that, like oh, that's not what I was looking for. Like, damn, why does it seem like I just can't get this shot that I'm thinking of? Mm-hmm. When uh, when I'm shooting with film, it's just like, I, I, I can't see it. Yeah. I'm not going to be able to know exactly what I got until I get this film developed. And I mean, it, yeah, it's, 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 it's the idea of taking your time with it and, and being able, at least for me, feel one with the subject that you're shooting. You know, because I feel like shooting digital, you could be like, Ping, 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 yeah. ping, 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 ping. Okay, great. Like, next. And it's just like, like there's there's conversation involved when you're shooting film. There's, okay, I need you to do this. Okay, not necessarily that. Can you give me more this? <laughs> no, stop doing that. Yeah, that was not fucking that. weird. Don't do that. Yeah. More so this. Yeah. And, I, and, and I can't take this shot until we get it right. And then once we get it right, boom. And so when people actually do get the photos back, it's kind of like, wow. I really love this shot. And it's like, because me and you both created yeah, this, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And not, and like, like I said, um, it could be the same thing with digital, but for me, like I fucking, I hate digital. You know, yeah. I, I honestly hate digital. Um, no, but what you're saying about like the looking at the photos after and then like mm-hmm. criticizing yourself, that mm-hmm. is an actual problem that I feel like a lot of people have. And like, again, not a photographer, but I just take a lot of photos I actually won't let myself look at them right. because if I look at them, I will always find something mm-hmm. that I'm like, oh, I should have done this or I should have done that. And then I'm mad at myself now, but right. I like to let them like sit for like an hour or mm-hmm. two and then maybe look at them. Yeah. But even then, like usually it's it's better if I leave them for like a day Yeah. and then look at them the next day. But I mean, that's what they, that's, that's kind of like what I've been told with like, cause like I, I literally sit and do a lot of fucking research on this yeah, shit. Yeah. Like. It sounds stupid, but, like, I, I spent a lot of research on, like, YouTube and shit. Yeah. Like, listening to other photographers and, like, how they go about things. And even, like, you know, a lot of my homies who who do photography, when it comes to, like, editing. So, when I do get those shots back, also understand that, like, the post-production side of it is also staring at these images and having to look at it and think, like, do I really, really, really like this shot what about this shot can I possibly like crop to make me like this shot better? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because you could have an entire shot, right? And you're like, damn, I love this shot as a whole, but there's something about this shot that I feel like if I crop it a bit or if I 
twist it or tweak it like this, it's going to make me absolutely love this shot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so there's a lot of time spent on that. And, and yeah, after a while, you're kind of just like, I need to take a second to like move away from this mm-hmm. and come back to it. Like I've, I've spent time editing, left, came back and was like, wow, I really did way too much. I need to like tone this down a bit. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, you got to, it's, it's a lot of it's a process. Yeah, it's definitely, I feel like, a process. But wait, I actually never thought about that. What What is your post-production like process? Like, Are you like going in and like adjusting colors or anything like that? Or do you kind of just leave it as is with whatever camera or whatever film you're using? I mean, so you, you have people who are like very much for editing film. And then you have the other side of people who are like, I don't touch my film. Like... Whatever I get in that shot is what I get. Whatever film that I use, like if I use a film that, you know, brings out the greens more than this film, then that's just what it's going to be when I get it. And if I understand that I'm working with that type of film, then this is the type of shit I'm going to shoot with this film. Um, I do, I do edit, but I'm also very new to editing and, and editing correctly is another masterpiece um in and of itself like you have people who shoot and they don't even touch editing they don't even touch post-production they'll send it out and have people do color correction and Mm -hmm. all of that for them um because you have people who are actually like doctors when it comes to that yeah like it's like their expertise yeah exactly so um yeah i mean when i do do editing it's just like very very minimal editing like um maybe if there's like i don't know I happen to forget that this cup was in that shot. Yeah. Let me edit that cup out. Okay. Or like if the highlights are a little too crazy, let okay. me tone it down. If the shadows are too much. It's like very, very, very minimal shit like that. But I am uh, learning editing um, so that I too can. I don't know. I just I always feel like the idea of having people do shit for you is cool. Like you can send it to somebody and they can do all that for you. That's cool. But I also want to be that person as well, which is... It's cool in theory. Yeah, I, yeah it is. It I'm is like, right. I, I, I don't know. I feel like when you're creating something, like, it's going to look the best when you're the only person who's touching Exactly. And, like, yeah, this person might be better at it than me, but, like, you can't explain a fucking vision. You know what I mean? Like, maybe you could try, but, like, that person is always going to have their own kind of perspective that then is now in the photo and it's right. not going to be right. it might look good but it's right. not going to be what you exactly really what wanted you it to be i mean and that's that's kind of how i got into photography um because essentially i was like styling first and uh i remember i did this one shoot with this one photographer and like we sat down um we we planned out like uh, what kind of shots we were looking for. Okay, this is what I'm going to style it with. And it, I mean, it was like the most amateur shoot ever. It was just like, I think I pulled some shit from like my grandmother. She has some like old mink coats and shit like that. Um, and we put this shoot together and I feel like the photographer um, was just geeked over who we were shooting and they were like, oh, my God, yeah, I'm going to get these shots. And he, he starts snapping away, snapping away, snapping away. And I didn't think anything of it. I was like, okay, sick. Like, yo, we're just all vibing. We're shooting. This is cool. Then I get the photos back, and I'm like, yo, 
like I, this is the complete opposite of what we spoke on and, and what we put together creatively for this shoot. And he was just like, oh, yeah, man, sorry, I just kind of got lost in it. And I was like, word. And it, it was that very day where I was just like, when you want to get shit done, you got to fucking do that shit yourself. And I was like, you know what? I'm just like shooting my own shit. And that's when. I mean, listen, I, I feel like everyone has that moment where they're like, nope, I actually just need to learn mm-hmm. how to do this. And it's going to be annoying. But then it kind of turned into something that you genuinely love doing. But I want to like backtrack for a second because how did you get into like working in fashion and like being a stylist? Like when did you realize you were like interested? Like let's, let's go, let's go back in time. All right. So I'll say this, the way fashion came about wasn't something where, you know, you hear people's story. They're like, when I was a kid, I was cutting out clips of Vogue and me. I was sneaking and doing this and blah, 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 blah. That was the complete opposite. That's you? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, That was not me. I was in like, when I was in high school, I think high school is when I decided, like when it kind of came about that I was like, oh, I want to, uh, I don't know, dress really nice, you know? And, and, and when I say dress really nice, like whatever was happening, you know, cause I'm from upstate. And so like, they had their Shout way. Out Shout out Poughkeepsie. Shout out Poughkeepsie845. So they had their way. They had their way of like dressing. There's like obviously when you're, you know, when you're at that stage, or I don't want to say obviously because it's not everybody, but I was just like, yo, I wanna I wanna be cool. Yeah. I want I want people to like I like how like I dress. Yeah, I don't wanna look like a bum. Yeah. And like I had spent a lot of time like looking like a fucking bum because yeah. like you don't necessarily always have the money for shit. You know, I wasn't rich and shit like that. But times are hard. Yeah, times were fucking hard. So, yeah, I was always like, yo, I want to I wanna dress really nice. I want to, you know, I want people to fuck with how I dress, my style and all of that. And it kind of like, I don't know, followed me from high school into, you know, my early adulthood. And it was my breaking into fashion was this moment. So... I was like 24, 25, I want to say 24, 25, maybe, maybe a year earlier. My grandmother was running for Congress, I believe. Um, she was running against Charlie Rangel. Shout out Dutch, by the way. That's my dog. That's she was, his, she was running against Charlie Rangel. That's my grandmother. She was running against Charlie Rangel, um, who was uh, the Congress representative for whatever district. That's politics shit. I don't know. But she was running against Tyler Ringo. And so her campaign finance manager um, sat me down randomly um, and just was like, hey, like, so like, what do you want to do with your life? I know you're like in your, you know, your quarter life right now. Like, what do you want to do? And I don't know. That shit kind of hit me crazy. And I was like, yo, to be honest with you, um, I don't know. And we had this like long and, and this and this dude could talk. He he talked to you for like hours. You'd be like, yo, dog, like I gotta go. But like at this moment I had nothing to do. So like we sat and we chatted for like I wanna say a solid like three hours. And he was telling me how like he had went to school for some shit. I can't remember. Um went got to his like mid forties and realized that like he absolutely hated his life. Like he hated his job, everything that he was doing. And he quit doing that and was just like, I didn't know what the fuck I was going to do. And then I realized after like a little bit of time that 
I really like numbers. Like I had this like thing with numbers and math and all of this. And he's like, and then I became an accountant. And I was like, oh, that's sick. Right. I was just like, what the fuck do I do with that information? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, basically what I'm telling you is you're at a stage where you obviously are unclear with what you want to do. Yeah. You have not decided anything and you're freaking the fuck out. No. And I was like, you're absolutely right. And he was just like, so something's going to come along that's going to like kind of just like sneak its way into your life. And, and the more and more you see it, the more and more it's going to make sense. And I was like, word. He's like, but you can't look for it though. You just got to recognize it when it comes. And that's, that's kind of how it happened. I, I just, I was working at SoulCycle and uh, I remember coming and, and I'll never forget. I, I remember coming across this like Kid Cudi coach ad and I was like, oh shit, that's Kid Cudi. I was like, oh, I like Kid Cudi. Oh, he did a coach ad. I know coach. I was like, yo, that Kid Cudi ad is kind of fire. Look at my man Cudi like doing a coach ad. Yeah. I was like, yeah, that's cool. And then the more and more I started to see like other ads and like, then I started paying attention to magazines and then I was like, damn, I kind of fuck with this. And then boom, out of nowhere, I was just like, all right, I think this is what I want to do. And, you know, it kind of stems from me wanting to be a fashionable person as a younger person. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, this is me. And I think that's, that's like something that genuinely, like, I don't know how other people decide what their career path is. I'm sure there, there are people on this earth who like, they're, you know, they're 12, they're like, I want to be a dentist. And then they pursue that and then they become a dentist and then that's what their life is, right? When people in their early 20s talk about like being confused or not knowing what they want to do, I'm like, that's so normal and like what mm, you should be very. doing because what I'm doing now is not even what I was doing when I thought I had figured out my quote unquote career. Like mm -hmm. it's very much the opposite, but also like, it just, I feel like further reinforces that like all of these weird societal fucking pressures and norms and like, okay, when you're this age, you should graduate from college. And then at this age, you should get a job. And then at this age, you buy a house and then you get married. And then like all of those things are very much arbitrary. It's like, right. yeah, that worked for you. Right. And maybe that's an expectation that is forced upon us. But like, that's not how it's always going to like pan right. out. And it's not right. always a bad thing. No, not at like, all. Like, I think just kind of like what that guy told you, which is like, it's going to kind of creep up on you. Right. And like, you're just going to realize like, it's going to click in your mm -hmm. head. And that, but that's the thing. It's not a, that's not a comforting thing to tell someone who's like freaking out. Oh no, not at all. Cause I was like, when the fuck am I going to yeah. see this shit? Like, what do you mean? This is going to click. Like, <laughs> I was like, so like, is there any other advice you can give me on how I'll start to like pick up on that? Yeah, he was yeah. like, nah, any, it'll just click. Any hints, clues? Right. I'm like, what? And, and then I mean, he just like vanished. Then he just he like disappeared. And he was just like, all right, bye. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, like genie. He bye. just did the genie head yeah. nod. Yeah. 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 Genie you head can't nod, see him. bye. And just, and just. He's also dressed up. like a genie now. It's really weird. Uh, <laughs> Shout out. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you guys will never know what we're laughing about. But no, I mean, it is really cool though when it's just like, because that's how you know it's like, it's like this thing that's like within you that you don't even know is there. Mm -mm. And then it just like comes out and you're like, oh, like, yeah, I guess it does make sense. Maybe I am a creative person. Right. Maybe I've always had an eye for something that looks good and like I'm more of a visual person mm -hmm. and it all starts to like kind of add up and you're like, this makes perfect fucking mm -hmm. sense. And you know what was crazy now that I think about that, you saying that, like, I was always, always, always super into, like, creative shit, almost to the point where, you know, my little brother, like, 
you know, I tried sports out when I was younger. I mean, I remember at one point I thought I was going to be like a fucking soccer player, professional soccer player. I was like, oh, I love soccer. I'm just, I'm just going to start learning soccer. I'm going to be great. Yeah, yeah, um, <laughs> And I remember my mom, because my brother played football. He played basketball. He was just like super athletic. And, you know, I was naturally athletic, but just like didn't really care um, for that. And um, it would be to the point where my mom would be like, oh, like, he's the, my, you know, t- about me. Like, he's the artsy son. Like, he's he's the jock. And, you know, my brother, my little brother's the jock. And me, I'm, I'm just the artsy kid because I love to draw. Yeah. Like, I love to draw. I was super into anime. Um, so like a lot of a lot of shit that I did was based off of that. Like I, I was really into I wanted to I, I taught myself guitar for like a year and I was like really into that. It was just like really a lot of different creative mm-hmm. um spaces that I would kind of like maneuver around that like would make me the artsy kid. And I used to always feel like that was such an insult because I was just like what do you mean I'm the artsy kid? Like, what does that mean? Like, I'm soft? Like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like I, I can't put a, a, a ball through a hoop. I can't throw a football. I can't, you know, push through. I'm like, I'm a big dude. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I could, true. I could move some shit around if I need to. He like, could kill me right now. I, I mean, I would never. <laughs> yeah, nah. he would, Todd would never nah, would do never, that. Never. But he could. But if I wanted, like, you know, I'm, I'm, like, I'm like, bro, I could do this. So that used to, I used to always feel like, artsy kid, like, what does that mean? Like, I'm so, like, Especially fuck for here. the time, for the yeah, time. That like, was shit was weird. It was like, you don't, like, either you are and, like, you lean super into it and then you're like that kid, you know right, what I mean? Right, And then it's like, oh, but then you're like, fucking you're that you're, kid they're like yeah. oh like, look at the weirdo yeah like, or weirdo. you're kind of like in the other kind of like more like macho like yeah, yeah. you know what like stereotypical like yeah. man like watch oh, out nerd I'm slamming gonna, kids heads in lockers a fucking football and yeah. eat a hot dog yeah, you know what i mean yeah. like whatever they were up to but like <laughs> it does it did feel like kind of like an insult when someone would say like oh you're this when you're yeah. like but i don't identify as that so right. what do you see that i don't see and why do you hate me right that's what i'm saying i'm like what am I supposed to do with that information? Am I supposed to stop doing that? Like, should I just like, wow, I don't want to be the artsy kid. So like, let me shut the fuck up and yeah, like yeah, put yeah. a football in my hand or yeah. something because I'm not, you know, nobody's respecting that. So yeah, it was, it was weird, but it's funny now because now everybody wants to be the artsy kid. Every, everybody loves so, the artsy it's kid. It's so, okay. Yeah. I do want to ask you, how do you feel about the fact that everyone has a film camera and loves taking film photos. Oh. Like even small children, babies, just let it out, Todd. Say what you want to say. I know you want to say it. I can see it on Facebook. Nah, because like come on. I, I'm like, I'm like those people who like, like I'm on the fence about things okay, when it right. comes to that. Because it's like, as much as I'm like, oh, now all of a sudden everybody wants to start shooting film and blah 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 and to record and now everybody has these like Little like 2001 video fucking, yeah. you know, cameras now. Digital the cameras. digital cameras. Yeah. I mean, like, this is so cool. And I'm like, trash. Like, fuck yeah, out of yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, I thought that shit was garbage before. <laughs> but then at the same time, I'm like, um, you know, like, yo, enjoy that. Like, have fun with That's that. Nice. Nah, seriously, have fun with that because it's and like. You could tell he means it. No, I, I, I truly do. Like, I, I, I hate it. And then for like a split second, I'm like, but why? Because you were that person. Like, I'm sure when I jumped into, like, wanted to shoot and do photography, like, I'm sure you had those people who were like, I've been doing photography since yeah. I fucking shat in diapers. And I'm like, that's sick. And I'm like, and all of a sudden you want to start shooting? And I'm like, yeah, because 
you know, like, fuck, I like that. I think it's cool. And, and, and if I don't do it now, what am I going to be like 80 years old thinking like, damn, I wish I would have like shot shit if, you know, if I had yeah. the opportunity to. So, yo, I hate this shit, but then like, in a way it's just like, yo, I, I get it. Just, just don't be fucking annoying about it. Right. People be annoying about shit, yeah, 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 you know? And, yeah. and it's just like, when you, when you're annoying about it, it's just like now, now, now I'm going to be a dickhead. I think that. For me, it's like never a because I I agree with what you're saying, which is like you know what, like maybe you do like this, and maybe you don't even know that you like it yet. Kind of like you mm -hmm. know what we were talking about earlier, but it's also like don't be fucking annoying about yeah. it. So like, what bothers me about certain things that I'm interested in is I feel like a lot of times people will pretend to be into it yeah. because it is what is considered to be cool or trendy yeah, at the given no, moment. 1, that shit kind of does yeah. really annoy me yeah. because I'm like don't make a mockery out of uh, something that I love and care about yeah. because I feel like it's almost like insulting. Yeah, but no, at the same time, sure. it's like, you know what? Maybe someone goes into it with that mindset of like, oh, this is cool and trendy right now, so I want to do it. But then they, they really love it. it. Yeah. And they just like innately are really yeah. good at it and they're really talented. And like, then they're super interested. And then, you know, they become the next big thing. Right, and like right. whatever the case is. But like also at the same time, it's like, stop. If you don't like something, don't pretend just to don't like it. Just don't fucking do it. Just like, don't do it. Don't do it. Like, if, if it's not something that you truly feel like this is something that I'm interested in. Like, try it. Try. Like, if you don't feel like that, then just, just like, just leave that shit alone. Yeah, like, try it. And if, if you don't like if, it, if you're then not, stop it. But not even, like, not even, like, trying it. It's, it's like, if, a, if you as a person have zero interest in this and you don't give an absolute fuck, but you just want to be in that circle of people who actually do fuck with this, please just stay in your fucking lane. Seriously. Like, just stay in your lane. Stay, like, it's okay to not do what everybody else is doing. Yeah. If you have a group of friends that are all photographers and you are not one of those, it's okay to not do that. It's okay to be that person who's not doing that. That's fine. That's totally fine. That's totally you. That's you not being interested in something and not doing it because I'm not interested in that. I don't care about that. For the people who are like out here doing shit because everybody's doing it, that is so fucking annoying. And I'll say this. In New York City, you're taking up space. You're taking up space. You have people who genuinely love doing this shit and, and make a business and, and, and eat off this shit and provide for themselves. And if you're not genuinely into this or give a fuck or want to be take this to the level, then you're taking up space. Like you're taking up a ton of space. You have people who are out here like fighting to get work and fighting to provide for themselves just for you to come along and be totally fine and not have to do all of that. Probably be white. Also. Probably be white, rich, or have money, mommy and daddy, whatever. Yeah. I don't want to shit on that, but like facts. Yeah. White, rich, you know, you don't, you, this is just a, a, a fun hobby for you that you then go and get book jobs for. You're taking up space. There are people who actually, one, love doing this shit, and two, want to provide for themselves. You're taking up space. Please stop. Oh, yeah. And I think that's, that is a thing that also, like, really infuriates me because, like, for me, it's, like, I'll see people, like, get into, get into fashion because, like, uh, influencer marketing, like, whatever. Like, I can make money off of this, but, like, also, like, you very obviously don't really care. No. But then you are getting jobs and you are taking up space because you look a certain way, which mm -hmm. 
just happens to usually be you're white. You're white. And then, oh. and then, and then seeing that person just like get into spaces. And I'm not the type of person where it's like, oh, someone's success takes away from mine. It's never that, but it's like also like, you're not taking away from my success as much as you're taking up space. Like you're saying that even if it's not me, someone else, right? someone exactly. else. And it's like, and you don't really want this and you don't really care about it. No. You just think that it's like kind of cool no. and like, or makes you look cool. But this isn't something that you genuinely care about. And which is why, I mean, I get it, you know, external weird pressures from people to like be a certain way. It can really impact your decisions, but also at the same time, I kind of really don't get it. Yeah, I don't. It it, it doesn't. It doesn't. I'm like, doesn't. I don't even know if what I just said made any fucking sense, but like genuinely, I'm like, if you don't love doing something, why are you doing it? Why? why yeah. And and that's it's, the thing. That seems exhausting. That 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 frustrates me because like people can front all they want, but at some point that shit comes out. You know what I'm saying? Like you start having a conversation with somebody and they accidentally spill the beans that like they really don't give a fuck about this. And they say it in some way, some shape, some 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 way, shape, or form, they'll just expose themselves and you'll be like, wow, that's so corny. Like you really are just here for what? Just just to be here? Just to say, like, hey, I'm here too. Like, no, fuck off. Like, you could be here, but also not have to be here based off of you doing that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's so many other outlets for you to explore that you actually have interest in that can still put you in certain spaces. You know what I'm saying? Like, that it doesn't feel like you are taking up space from other people. Right. You know? And, and I don't understand, like... Why people don't explore that? Coming up, I, I I seen a lot of people have this mentality that you have to like step on people and be cutthroat, and you gotta you know you know build relationships you know just to get to a certain point, and then like cut ties with those relationships once you get to that point because like hey man, we all trying to make it to the top, so like fuck who I gotta like you know essentially like stomp on to get there. And for some reason, I just never felt that like that was the way that you go about it. And that could either be uh, the rise or fall of myself. But I believe in genuine relationships. You know what I'm saying? And, and I feel like being able to build relationships with people based off of like a mutual interest. I feel like that gets you so much further than just doing shit just to say that you're doing it and just like building relationships just to build those relationships to like get the fuck in and out. Like yeah, 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 people yeah. come in and they, they come in doing one thing and they come in primarily doing that one thing to get to this point and then like just don't give a fuck about it after that. And it's like, yo, that sucks for the people who really do give a fuck, you know? And like just kind of like jumping off of like relationship building. The first thing I noticed when I met Todd and I never, it had never stopped, which is that he is Mr. Rogers. If you are ever anywhere where Todd is, no less than 150 people will come up and be like, yo, Todd, or hey, uh -huh. it's Todd. And, and the way you greet people and like, it's, it is always like you, it's, it is genuine and people are genuinely happy to see you and you're genuinely happy to see them. And like, you remember people's fucking names and like all this shit. And I'm just like, Whoa, that's so crazy. So when I first met Todd, I did kind of think like, ah, oh, he's just like this very extroverted, you know, social, super social guy. And like, he's Mr. Rogers and like, he knows everybody and like 
all this shit. And then after a while, I think we ended up having some conversation just kind of about like social anxiety and, mm. and that, and you were just kind of like, well, yeah, I'm actually more introverted. And I was pretty surprised because I'm like, for me, I feel like it's very easy to detect that like this bitch is fucking introverted, right? Like, yeah, I could be extroverted every now and then, but it's like for the most part, like, yeah, she wants to be in her closet in the dark reading a book. Right. But like, I never got that vibe from you. And so I was like, whoa, that's so interesting because how exhausting is that for you? Because you're, you can't leave your house without meeting someone. Or And I feel like people are also just drawn to you. Like, even when you don't know them, they just kind of are, there's just like this draw they have to you where they're like oh like I want to talk to this person and you're always and it it probably has to do with the fact that you are genuine and you are warm and like you make people feel comfortable and included but like without even speaking to you I feel like they just they feel it and I'm like that's so fucking crazy to me so how exhausted are you on a scale of one to ten? Oh man honestly like it depends it could it could be a full-blown 10 sometimes um being exhausted because yeah i mean i very much love being out i love socializing with people i love getting to know people but yeah it, it does come from a point where I, I was the complete opposite of that um for for a very long time uh growing up yeah i, I had my group of friends and i kind of only associated with my group of friends and didn't really talk to other people one because like i i what the fuck would we have to talk about yeah you know like what could we relate on yeah that would uh build any type of friendship or anything so you know and and then and then having that and you know when you would go out to functions like you know we were a very tight-knit group so we would just stay amongst each other we weren't like going around and introducing ourselves um so yeah, it 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 does get exhausting being that person who enjoys meeting people and hearing people's story and also just knowing that you exist as a person is very interesting to me. Like yeah. I've never knew that you walked this earth until this very moment right now and that's fascinating. But um when you do build a you know a lot of relationships off of that and and you go out and you you know, I don't know, you could just be having a moment with yourself and, you know, you might have like 10 people pass by and, yo, yo, mm-hmm. what's good? And, um, yo, you remember me? We met and, and this and that and we talked about this and it's kind of like, fuck, like, I'm in a space right now where like that is not necessarily, you know, I'm against it, but like that's not the energy that like, I was on at the moment. Mm-hmm. It's like, you, it, it's almost as if you have to like turn on a switch whenever you leave your house. Whenever I leave the house, I feel like I have to turn on this switch where like, I'm like, yo, I I need to like be ready yeah, to yeah, just yeah. socialize, you know? And sometimes that's not my mood. Like I'll have moments where I'll just be in a really, really shitty mood. Like I, you know, be depressed or some shit and I just happen to drag myself out. And then I bring that energy with me. And a lot of people would be like, yo, what's wrong with Todd? Like, yo, did you see him? Yo, yo, are you good, bro? Like, is everything all right? Because I'm not this bubbly, bouncing person. Mm-hmm. And yo, guys, blah, 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 blah. I'm just like, yo, it's either I'm really in a bad mood and I should have stayed home. <laughs> or I'm just like chilling. And I'm like, yeah. hey, man, like, I don't feel the need to have to do backflips and cartwheels and You're all like, that shit. You're like, not today. I'm there, yeah, not today. And I'm chilling. But like, people automatically are like, yo, bro, are you? You okay? Yo, this yo, somebody die or something? And I'm like, 
nah, bro, I just want to chill. I don't know, just hang. You know, like, nah, there's something wrong. So yeah, it it, it does feel like um, there is an expectation whenever you know you step out and you are that type of person, and and it can be a bit hard to deal with. Was it one of those things where like? you started kind of being more of this like social person and you realized that it made people feel good. So you were like, I got to keep doing this. Or is it like one of those things where like you're genuinely just someone who is introverted, but also simultaneously extroverted. I, again, I'm going to say, I think it's a little bit of both. Like I think I, being an intro, such an introvert in the beginning stages and then eventually kind of like, diving into i don't know being more i don't know how you dive into that well I you think, can be an introverted yeah, extrovert. And, and, yeah. yeah and so it would it would be just like the idea of of when i would you know start talking to people and i, I want to say this started in like my early 20s and i feel like that kind of like broke my shell into like wanting to you know be able to have more dialogue with people and not necessarily just be to myself um, but yeah, very much was like a, wow, that made me feel really good. And, and also a fascination into people and their stories. I, like I was that person who would be like walking and like, I don't know, like some homeless dude would pull up and just like want to have a conversation and be like, oh, like, yo, you got it. I'm like, yo, I'm sorry, bro. I don't got it. And he'd be like, hey, thanks, man. Uh, conversation, conversation. And I'd be the person sitting there having a full-blown conversation while like all the homies are like a block away. And they're like, yo, bro, what the fuck are you doing, bro? Like, we're trying to get here. And I'm like, nah, bro, you didn't understand this moment I just had with this individual. And so it would just be having those type of moments with people was like, yo, I love that. Yeah. And it just made me like crave more and more and yeah. more. But then also battling the fact that you high key don't love that shit. Yeah. And so it's kind of like, yeah, it's this, it's this battle back and forth of like really, really enjoying the feeling that you get, but also having this anxiety that comes with being that person. You know what I'm saying? So I really, really do know what you're saying because it is, I feel like oddly enough, when I think of people who kind of have that about them where like you talk to someone and it makes them feel really good or really safe and like seen mm -hmm. those are people who I think are usually more so introverted. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, maybe there is something to the fact that they're kind of reserving their social battery so much that when they are giving someone energy, it kind of like hits them in a different way yeah, and, yeah. and it does make them feel that way. And yeah. then also like, you know, if you're not a piece of shit person, you're like, oh, like I kind of like that I made yeah. this person feel good yeah. or made them feel seen. Yeah. And so like, I want to be able to do that for people. But then at the same time, it's like that, like you said, that like kind of inner feeling of still right. being like, but I'm tired. Yeah, and like, I don't sure. know if I feel like doing that right now, but then also now there's, I've set this kind of expectation for people around me where if I'm not like that, everyone is like hounding you like what the fuck is wrong did right, someone right. die yeah. but it's like no i'm actually just really being myself and just I'm don't chilling. have it in me at this moment yeah. in time to give you that or put that out but like it's crazy seeing you do it because i'm like i can't i can't give that to everyone so like i'm really weird about like i'm like i will reserve that and i actually will not engage in certain conversations because i'm like i don't want this person to want to have a conversation with right, me. right, I feel which that. is like, which is such like a <laughs> douchey thing to nah, do. So for I'm like, sure. I actually have something that I want to say, but like, this person is going to be interested and want to continue this conversation. Yeah. So I'm actually going to keep it to myself because I want to reserve that part so that 
I don't know. I don't know what I'm saving it for. I think it's super awkward when you have that moment, right? And like you like decided to engage in this conversation and now in your head you're like, how the fuck do I exit this I know. shit? Like yo, at what point does do we get to that point where it gets awkward where you both kind of just nod at each other and don't say anything? You're like all right, well, like, great conversation, man. Like, I'm going to go this way, you know? And they're like, oh, you know, yeah, you too, man. You know, tell the family I said, hey. And this is like, you, you don't know my family, bro. Like, what are you talking about? What's my mom's name? Yeah. Shut up. Is it Stephanie? Right. Is it, is it, is it? Is it Stefan? But it's, it's, it, it is funny, like, having to try to, like, determine at which time are you going to engage like that, mm-hmm. you know? Because... I've definitely had moments where, and and I don't know if it's just like this weird social shit or like if people feel the same way when they see somebody and they're like, yo, I want to acknowledge this person, but honestly, it's just not in me right now to like get into that. And you have this awkward moment where you guys kind of like make eye contact and it's like, nah, I'm going to go this way. Hey, man. Hey, I just know that I saw you and you saw me too. Like, you know, we keep it pushing. So yeah, I, I definitely, I feel that like, that that sense of like I'm really not trying to uh, get into that that mode right now. Yeah, because it is it is a lot. It's it's fucking taxing, you know. And and I get that it's like that for a lot of people, you know. I don't think people like really uh, know either a know that or have uh, come to terms with that. Like they have an understanding, but like haven't necessarily come to terms with the fact that like yo, a lot of us are like like that. And we're placed in these social situations, whether it be like some event or like we're all hanging out, grabbing drinks and, you know, you end up pulling up or you thought you were going to have a moment to yourself and you happen to get to a spot where, damn, there's like 10 of my homies here, you know, holy shit. And now you are kind of forced into this social setting. So, um, but on like the, on, on the positive end of it. When you are in the mood and when you do have it in you, like, do you love it? Like, I love that shit. You love that nah, shit? I fucking love it. Because that's what I'm saying. I'm like, I could tell that nah, genuinely. I'm like, I feel like it. when you are in that zone, which you typically are, that's a thing. Like, I feel like unless like you're just in a bad mood. Yeah. You it's very really, rare that I'm yeah, not yeah. in that. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, that's kind of like, you're, you're just like that. But like, I'm like, I feel like you do love it. And it, it does seem like you are enjoying it because the person you're talking to enjoys it yeah. so much. And no, you just I, like, like want to make off. that person feel special. Like, I feel like I feed off people and people feed off me. We, we, we feed, feed off on each, each other. other. <laughs> yeah. You're just, you're just that's, feeding that sounds, off. We're just, we're just eating each yeah, other. Ew. That's weird as fuck. Really ew, gross. Ew. Disgusting. That sounds gross. It's only like the word moist. Ew. I, you know what? Actually, no, I take back the ew. I'm going to redact that. I don't think the word moist is gross. I actually think I actually think that some stupid dummy said that one day, and then everyone was like, "Yeah, the word moist, moist. is gross." But it's like, what's wrong with the word moist? You I know don't what? No, it just moist, sounds moisture. moist. Moisture is the essence of youth. Yeah, but moisture is like, oh, moisturizer. Like, yeah, but then moist. This is like moist. This, I don't know. It just. I mean, when it, you say it with a disgusted face, you're moist. Face, no, but like the word moist is fine. Moist. I don't have a problem with it. I don't have a problem with it. I you know what? Know, I man. love the word moist. I'm going to change my name Amen. legally to Moist Ilfadi. Yo, shout out, shout out to Moist, man. Moisty. Shout out my guy, Moist, man. That's me. My man, my man. He be spraying niggas. You know Ew, what I mean? that's disgusting. <laughs> Why would you say that? No, but honestly, um, uh, no, but but also like. It is just so fascinating. Like, I don't know. I feel really fascinated by people who have the capacity to be social 
in that way. But also, it's, I think it has to do a lot with the times, the times that we live in. I don't know why I sound like I'm a fucking I'm a million years old, but like, <laughs> like yo, you're being back in social my day. all the time. There's always, you're being social in some capacity, even when you're in the privacy of your fucking home. That's very true. Like responding to DMs mm -hmm. exhausts me. Yeah. Responding to comments, yeah. if I'm not doing it at 9 a.m., I'm never doing it because by the time I get to it, I'm depleted. I have yeah. nothing left to give, maybe a heart emoji. I yeah. don't know. But it's like, a lot. it's so much. And I'm like, so to be able to like, live and exist in the world that we live in, which is social. And like, because of what you do and what I do, like we do have to be on social media to yeah, a certain degree. Yeah. And then to be able to do that, like in real life, I'm like, yo, I could talk to like three people and right. that's, and that's kind of it. That's a lot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's like three people that I can talk to at any given moment, but other than those three people, it's going to have to be the perfect timing. You know, I, I feel like bringing up social media, I feel like I appreciate person-to-person -person interaction more now because it seems like we're kind of going in a direction where it's getting more and more awkward and we're, we're, we're uh, beginning to move m like further away from like person-to-person -person interaction. Well, not, not saying that we're moving further away from person-to-person -person interaction. It's just becoming a lot more awkward than I remember it being. Yeah. So it's like to be able to have those moments where it just doesn't feel awkward and I'm totally fine. And the, and the person I'm engaging with seems totally fine. And we're having this person-to-person -person interaction. That, that, that is another thing that makes me feel good and, and why I would love to continue to do that. Because I, I, I want that to be normal. And it's kind of weird to say that it's not normal. Not to say that it's, it's not normal, but it'll become a point where it's just not normal. Yeah. And, and I want that. I, I just, I just wanna always want, like I want to keep it going. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. like what? We fucking had MySpace. I don't know. People would be like Sconex. And I'm like, was that i've like, never heard of that the hell was sconex I, like, literally no, I literally lived on a computer I from the age of like I'm 11 saying. i've never heard of nev i never heard of i was on Flickr. i had no business being oh, on Flickr. yeah i was on zanga okay what the fuck i had is to that? lie about my birth date of birth because it what was like zanga? it was like before myspace it's like what they they were trying to create a myspace but they just did a really bad job and the interface was so ugly so that was their fault uh but it was right before MySpace. What? Sanger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, that's the thing. Like, I, when people tell me about shit that I've never, I'm like, that's not a real thing. You just made no. that up. Like, no. you're probably thinking that right now. Like, Noor just made Zanga made up. Zanger. I was She's like, a fucking liar. Fuck? But, I, but I've heard, I've never heard Zanga. I've definitely heard Sconex a lot. I think before, was it before MySpace? I think when we had like AOL and oh, we had AIM. AIM. Yeah. And AIM was a shit. But I think we had I MySpace around I was on AIM until I was like in college. Yo, do, did you ever have MSN? Of course I did. I lived overseas. I'm not going to lie. Like it would, No one in America all had my, it. All my, all like, all my like Pakistani, like <laughs> Arab friends all had MSN. And I never understood why they were like, we all had AIM. We all had Because AOL. they don't, they didn't have AIM. Okay, so right. Oh, so were they like uh, were they like talking to family members who just had MSN? Yes, because I'm going to tell you number one. That makes AOL, sense. When AIM first came out, that's AOL and Messenger. No one knows what the fuck we're talking about except right. for like five oh, AOL people and who were born in like 1989. Right. Shout out to you. But like, 
you first of all couldn't have an AOL screen name unless you had AOL, like unless that was your internet service provider. That's very true. That was uh, for, a yes. while, for a while. Right, and so right, I right. remember coming to America one summer and being like, I need an AOL email mm-hmm. address immediately because I need to be on AIM because I need to... I need to talk to people. I need to be chatting. I need to get in those chat rooms. I need to lie about my age. Yo. And so that was the start of it. And then after that, when AIM became this thing where like you could just make an AIM account, right? Mm-hmm. Like you didn't need to have AOL Instant Messenger or you, or you didn't have to have AOL service. Then it was like, I used to have to use this website called like kproxy.com. Oh, kproxy. Yeah, because yes. it, it was like blocked. Like we yeah. couldn't like even access it. Yep. This is when I lived in the UAE. Like we, you couldn't even go on it. Like it was blocked for whatever reason. I don't know mm-hmm. why, mm-hmm. but MSN was like more accessible. And then people just never like the people who started off with MSN just never made the change, but like that was like the telltale sign of like, oh, you're American because you like AIM. So like you must be from America, but everyone else oh, is even people in the UK, like no one else except for Americans were yeah, AIM. Well, no one AIM. Else. Yeah. And and it's funny, like people would be like, um, oh, AIM, and then you would have like what, like Yahoo, Yahoo Messenger. And people were like, never ew, you got Yahoo? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. ew, get out of here. That is pretty that gross. Bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is it? It was Yahoo MSN, AIM, and I feel like there was one more. I can't remember. Well, Gchat had its moment. Oh, I don't remember Gchat. Very pretentious. Something about it. Everyone I knew who was on Gchat was always pretentious. Well, that's like BBM. I mean, yeah. Everybody had, once once people started jacking like uh, BBM, what, Blackberries, everybody was like, oh, you got BBM. And then, you know, you had the sidekicks. The sidekicks had AIM, of course. And and we would do all the AIM chat. But the failure of Blackberries and BBM was that like, you couldn't be like, oh, here's my like handle. It was like, here's a series of fucking random oh, numbers. Oh, random numbers, yeah. Like that yeah. is where they fucked up. They should have you pick a cute name like Lil Noor. Was you know? BlackBerry was BlackBerry the first phone that had like a full QWERTY keyboard? Key, keyboard? Yes. Uh, because yes. I remember having. I mean, I remember like Nokia phones, and uh, this is a really bad story. Let's, but there let's is hear it. there is this girl. Um. Can I say her name? I'm going to say her name. Say her full name. Say her, her social security I don't name. remember her last name. I want to say Jackson. I want to say her name was uh, Shonice Jackson. And I was like head over heels for this girl in like, I don't know, 10th grade, 9th grade, 10th grade. And I remember I had this fucking Nokia phone that had these like light up bumpers on it. And whenever it would like, somebody would call me the bumpers, it would play some merengue and it would just be like these light up bumpers. And I remember one night... I remember, I remember, I, I remember sending her trying to text this Chris Brown quote from this oh song. Oh my God. And it literally took me like an hour long to send it. And I sent it because, you know, when you fuck up, you have to go back. Because it was like the T9 You keyboard. have to go all the way back and like fix it. You got to delete all of this shit and then redo it. It was like a typewriter. And it so was like a typewriter. I remember. You're like, ding. Yo, I spent like an hour sending this text and it might have been like, I don't know, like 20 words or some shit spending because you had to keep clicking the, the you know, the nine yeah, to get yeah, to the yeah, U yeah, and yeah, this yeah, and that. Yeah. I sent that fucking text and I got no response. That's really messed up. And I was Shanice, just like, if you're listening, yo, feel free to apologize. Yo, Shanice, I swear to God, bro. Like I literally, I, I poured my heart into that text 
and you didn't respond. And I was, and, and it was awkward because then we had class the next day and she just acted like she didn't get it. And I was wow. like, oh, hey. And she was like, oh, hey, what's up? Like, da, 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 da. And then we just sat in class and just kept it pushing. And I was like, yo, that's crazy. Like, she didn't even say anything about it. Like, that's Oh my wild. God. That just literally also made me think of all the times that like you would like add someone on AIM and then like you would you would message them and then they wouldn't like, let's say they didn't respond or like what, like it was just the most embarrassing. It it's like, I added you. Right. Oh, I said sup. And then, and then, and then, and then with aim, you would hear the door open and close. And it'd be like, eh. they're, checking, they're like, Oh, you're not the, the person right. I'm looking for is not online. Well then bye. And it's like, bye, I'm damn, off. why am I not the person? Right. Oh man. You know what Yo, I mean? Yo, that's like, MySpace top door. eights. Remember that? Of course. It was a really dramatic time for, for I think, most women, young oh, girls. Oh, yeah. I don't know what was happening with guys, but like, oh, it was dude. like, if I'm not on your top eight. Like, what are we? I remember getting into fights with my boyfriend because he had like his cousins or something on his top eight. And I was like, you okay, on cool. It? What about me? Uh-huh. And then he was like, but these are like my cousins. And then I was like, well, I don't give a fuck about your cousin. <laughs> and this person isn't even actually your biological cousin. <laughs> you are just referring to them as your cousin because you've known them for a long time. Oh, That's man. not even your real fucking cousin. That's you don't have the family, same blood. Bro. So take them off and put me on. But then there was also a point where you could only put like, if you wanted to, you could put one person. Yeah. And I do think that I made him do that at some point because I what, was like one person and on it was, your, and it was just, just you, on just the, me. It was just like I number one is Noor and only Noor and no one else. And nobody else was on no the top eight. It was just one. Just me. I remember. And, and then do you remember when they like added like the top 16 and I think they yeah. even went as far as doing the top 32. And then it just was like, it's not even special. And then special. it was like, it's not even special no. anymore. Like, it's like, I don't actually but, don't But care. I do remember like getting into like little riffs with people and then like automatically going home and like moving that person on my top eight. And then they would be like, call me like, yo, did you just move me on your top eight? It was, you know, it was mostly like little girlfriends I had. You know They'd what the equivalent like, of that is now? What? Close friends. Oh, when Instagram you add somebody story, to close, close friends. friends. When you, and then when you delete somebody, I am the, I am the queen of deleting but people off you, my close oh, friends. But how do you know? Oh, how do you know? Because. Somebody will say something like, did you see what someone's supposed to their close friends? And they're like, you go on their page, you're like, so wow, awkward. the it's green so, circle isn't so there? It's so awkward Whoa. when that happens. But then also. If you're someone like me who posts on their close friends a lot, mm -hmm. it's very noticeable that suddenly Noor's not posting on her close friends. And it's like, mm, what are, what's the likelihood that Noor has now just completely stopped doing that versus yeah. Noor removed me? And it's yeah. like, well, you know, maybe you shouldn't have done something fucked up. Right. Honestly, you're not my close friend. Yeah, you're not. And so I've taken you off my top eight. Yeah. They should rebrand close friends to top eight. Like you can only have eight people. You can only on have your eight people. Friends. Oh, that would be sick. There have been long periods of time where it's only been eight people. Really? And it's honestly like kind of nice. I think when I first did close friends, I feel like my close friends were like, "Yo, you seem cool," and I don't know if I would have post if I might have posted like something that. For some reason, somebody would hit me like, I can't believe you posted yeah, that on your main story. Yeah, something a little spicy. Yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah. like, but, but not even spicy because like, I don't know, I don't do zesty shit, but it's like, if I was to like, I don't know, like. Like a fucked up meme. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Like a really fucked nah, up Nah, I'm not going to hold you one time. You know, uh, damn, I don't know if I can talk about this. I know who's going to feel offended. So like firearms, right? <laughs> I'm, 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 you know, the right to I bear arms. I didn't know arms. where you were going yeah, with that. Yeah, the right to bear arms. I don't know, because, you know, it's, it's really not that serious, but, like, people, like, are just so, like, 
anti-gun and i get it like it's it's fucked up guns are bad guys guns are bad guns guns are bad and and i don't want to sound like that guy who's like guns are bad in the wrong hands like no i feel like we should have never uh invented firearms yeah. but god damn it i'm kind of not mad that we did because like <laughs> seriously Gosh, like, darn it. when i go to the gun range and shit like it's just like it's that's just been my interest as a kid. Like I've always been interested in firearms. Super so, like, scary child. But like not in like those a are really, like the little kids that not, you're like, yo, yo I'm scared. Like, I'm not babysitting. But I was you. but I was really it wasn't like anything weird. It was just like, oh man, like I like guns. And like not guns in a sense where like I want to shoot them up, bang guns, but like I just always as a kid thought they looked cool. And then the idea of like, you know, bow, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like, yeah exactly. But, you know, when I posted, like, certain videos that, like, me at the gun range and blah, 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 people are like, hey, man, I don't, I just don't know if that's the appropriate thing for you to post. And I'm like, oh, and you think, like, Jasper down in fucking uh, Kentucky with his three-year-old son shooting him, how, teaching him how to fucking headshot a deer is completely fine? Like, Oh, my God. I'm like, come on, bro. Like, why is it that when it's when it's me doing it? Everybody's like, oh, that's a gangster. That's doing some gangster shit. But you got Jethro and his, you know, his old, you know, his clan posse doing it. Everybody's like, hey, man, that's just, that's America. Yeah. I'm like, nigga, I'm American too. Fuck. But that's the thing. That is why when people create these fucking narratives, they are so damaging for so long. And it is my goal in life to constantly dismantle them. Just nonstop because I'm like, you got to decide that using a gun in this way is cute and wholesome and f- family fucking mm-hmm, fun. Mm-hmm. But like this person doing it, they're not hurting anyone. Mm-hmm. They're actually not hurting any living creature. They're not killing any deer. Mm-hmm. No turkeys are dying. No birds, mm-hmm. no quail, whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. I don't know what people are hunting. Mm-hmm. But that's a problem. Right. Because this person doesn't look like you and they're doing it in a different way. What, who decided that? Who decided, exactly. And also use your brain. Obviously that doesn't even make any fucking sense. You know what that makes you think about? You, do you ever watch Men in Black, the first one? Yeah. Remember that scene where they get Will Smith to come in and do the training and he does the, the, the shooting training and he bypasses all the aliens and kills a little white girl with the books in her hand. And they were like, why did you shoot the white girl? And he was like, I mean, she's just blonde, pigtailed white girl with books uh, in the projects, you know, in, 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 in a bad area in the middle of the night, she's probably up to some shit. And he was like, you didn't kill her. He was like, well, you know, he's like the, the, the fucking, you know, I don't alien. remember that, but that's yo, really funny. I swear to God, you gotta so watch funny. it. You gotta watch it and then come back to me and be like, yo, I saw that scene. Hilarious. He's like, oh, you have the one alien hanging off the, the post. He's like, yeah, he's doing, he's doing a where he's working out. He's doing gymnastics. And he's like, what about the other one? He's like, I thought he was he was he was a problem, but then I realized he had a tissue in his hand, and he's like, he's upset about something. He's crying. He's like the white girl. He's like, she's this white girl in the middle of a bad neighborhood at night with books. She's sus. Yeah, yeah. And it's and it's literally like, yeah, yeah. That's exactly like it's like you you have this negative perception of us having this when like, yo, y'all be wildin'. You know what I'm saying? That little like, girl had no business being there. She had no business. What are you doing in the middle of a bad neighborhood with, with fucking school books? That's not even a real little girl. Come on, bro. Yeah, that's an alien. Yeah. And that's when they're like, yo, men in black, come on. You yeah. got it. You yeah, got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, no, that's there's something off about that uh-huh. little girl. Her name isn't Ashley. Her name is like bloop bleep number four or whatever bleep alien warp, name. Leap warp. Bleep. Yeah. But no, honestly, listen, I... 
my position, I don't know why I'm like, now I have to share my position on firearms. They're here. So, you know, they're not going anywhere. No, they're, they're here. Not. So if you're going to use it, use it responsibly. Responsibly, man. Yeah, learn how to use That's it. What I'm don't saying. get a gun and then just like have it, just like have it. Like right. uh, don't bring a gun into your house unless you really know right. how to use that gun. Uh, I, 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 I tell people that all the time. Like people are like, yeah, I just I got a gun for self-defense. I'm like self-defense. Defense. You realize it's going to be used against you, right? I'm like, you got to understand, like, like if if you're going to use one, hey, yes, you have to uh, be prepared for somebody to fire back, but you also never back one out unless you're ready to use it. I feel like people, uh, yeah, they take advantage of guns. They feel like they have this certain power um, when it comes to guns. Like, oh, I have this this weapon that, like, you know, I'm 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 superior than you at this moment. And I don't know if if you do use it, obviously there's consequences to it. If you back it out and you're not ready to use it, there's even bigger consequences to it because you don't know what that individual's reaction is going to be when you back that bitch out and you're like, yeah, I got it on me. And it's like, well, cool. Me and like 30 of my homies do too. And you fucked up or you getting shaky with the trigger. And now you done got disarmed. Now what you going to do? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And so. that's why I don't have a taser. Because nah, get a taser. I listen. I get a taser. Those are sick. I have seen so many cases when I worked for the state where like people would have something and not know how to use it, and all that would end up happening is that person, the perpetrator, is now using that against you. <laughs> and I don't want to get tased. I don't want to get tased. You Yo, know what I mean? That has to be like the craziest moment where like you get disarmed and you're like. Wow. It's like, damn, this I am is, providing this them is with weapons. Right. Like, I am literally now just wow. giving them tools Honestly, to violate me. At that point, it's kind of just like, you kind of just like, just dismantle the gun and just be like, here, do better next time, dumbass. Go home. That would be Stupid. ideal. Ideally, uh, that's what would, but like, no, that's the thing. Everyone I know who has a gun, it's like, I never want to be, I never want to be in a position where I have to use it. Yeah. That to me is like a responsible person. Yeah. And when I mean use it, I mean like use it. On another human being. Right. Like, you never get one to be like, oh, I can't wait to shoot someone. It's right. like, I never want to have to. To have to, yeah. But if you are going to have one, you should definitely. No, nah, you should definitely yeah. be ready. And also, like, there are a <coughs> lot of situations where I'm like, no, yeah, this person should definitely have a gun because they need to protect themselves. Nah, for sure. And, like, hopefully they never have to. But, yeah. like, mm, no, I think you really just probably should have one. And I be telling shorties, I'm like, yo, get a gun. They're like, why? I'm like, yo, can you imagine? Some some I'm just creep, imagining Todd walking on the street creep. going up to people like, yo, shorty. Yo, shorty. Get She's like, yo, this guy violated. I'm like, get a gun. They're like, what? Then, I'm like, get a gun. Because like, I think the last thing like a weird ass like dude like that is expecting is for a woman to back out on him. But back out in a way where they back out and they're like ready to let it off. Like, imagine some dude who's like, yeah, I'm a fucking, I'm a sicko and I'm just going to, here's my next victim. And she just backs out a fucking Glock 9 and he's, and he's like, whoa, what are you finna, and he just gets shot in the leg and he's just like, oh shit, oh my God, my never again. Yeah, exactly. Then, I learned my lesson. And then he never does it again. He never does That's it again. That's actually our new idea for the criminal justice system. Yo, and Just but that, then, just but that. Then, but then, but then like in a situation like that, it's just like, Shorty did that. And they were like, yeah, facts. Nice. Nice. Yo, congrats. Hey, man, that's what you get, bro. Maybe. Now get in the back of this squad car, dickhead. We're going to take you to the, to the hospital and send you to jail. Maybe Todd should give self-defense lessons to women. Yo, I would love to. I'm like, hey, man, listen. 
two hands on it, <laughs> eyes down a barrel, get, get your sights ready, keep a stiff hand and let that bitch go. And don't, and don't think about you letting it go. Just pull the trigger. Because when you think about pulling the trigger, you're most likely going to miss your target. When you hold it and just let it go, don't think about it, bam, straight down, pop, boom, bop. Guys, are you writing that down? I hope everyone. I hope you guys. I hope everyone just wrote that down. Everyone is online, like Walmart.com, Neat right, Gun, right, or wherever the fuck. Like, yo, we up. outside with it. No, but like, I just. First of all, I don't even remember what we were talking about before we got sidetracked. We just got here, but we we were, <laughs> we did get here, and this is where we find ourselves. But like, right. you did say something earlier that made me think of something that I did want to talk to you about, which is that okay, so Todd is a black man. I am. But he is what people would call light-skinned. I am light-skinned. And I have witnessed with my eyes and my ears on several occasions people being like, you're not black. Right. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Right. Why would you say that to someone? No. Especially when the person who's saying it isn't even black. Right. That's oh, even crazier. That'd be the craziest. So, all right. So, I mean, I've definitely experienced that my entire life. Um, you know, and my mom, my mom is extremely fair skinned. My little brother is extremely, he's, he's, he's super, super light skinned with, uh, red hair and freckles. So he definitely he's got, he even ginger. got, he got shit from us growing up too. We'd shit on him. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, it was a very awkward, uh, situation, uh, to have to grow up around, especially being upstate and, you know, uh, just white folks just being white folks and their whole perception of colorism and what they feel is safe and what they feel is dangerous. Um, so yeah, I would have situations where like, you know, my white friends would be like, you know, ah, oh, you know, Todd's black, but he's not like black, black. And I'm just like, Crazy what the fuck does that even mean? Crazy like, thing to say. You know, it was just like, I, I, and, and it was weird being in those friend spaces with them too, because I was also like, yo, but he's black. And so like, he's the enforcer. So if we ever have any issues, like we just going to look to Todd to just like start moving shit around and like hold it down. But like, also like Todd's not like scary black because like he obviously hangs out with us and like, he's just super chill. He's and artsy. Like, and he's light-skinned. So, yeah, that was weird. And then, you know, amongst black people, it just, you know, niggas would look at me and be like, oh, uh, you know, you yellow ass, you know, you highlighter ass. And, like, jokes and jokes and it's cool. But um, when we started to get on, like, serious topics, it almost made it seem like you really don't have a word in this or there is no fight for you to have. You are not on this side. You know what I'm saying? Or you are on this side, but you're kind of like over here. And yeah, that very much frustrated me. You know, I, I think as, you know, black people, um, we come in, you know, uh, a lot of different shades, a lot of, you know, just, just so much beauty to that that comes in so many different ways that it's like, why would we ever... Uh, want to create any type of discrimination amongst ourselves, not only have to deal with that in our own sense, but then we have damn near the entire world against us as well. So like, why, why, why would we then, you know, hate ourselves while we are also being hated by essentially everyone? You know what I'm saying? And that used to be like, uh, really hard topics to, to kind of have amongst you know, my other black friends and shit, like, especially like, you know, my friends of like darker complexion. Cause it's like, yo, you don't, you don't understand, um, 
where we're coming from. You you don't you're not dark. Like yeah, I told I understand that. I one thousand percent get that. And in no way, shape, or form am I trying to say like, you know, uh, our experiences are the same or uh, my experiences are harder than yours. Like, if anything, what I'm saying is, regardless what our experiences are and how we experience uh, life together, we experience that shit together. You know what I'm saying? Different circumstances, different outcomes. But we do experience that life together. We shouldn't be going back and forth with each other about, you know, colorism and shit. I get it. And and I think it is people of um, uh, more fair skin understand that, yeah, uh, there is historically um, this sense of safety where it comes from us because they, you know, when it comes to oppressors and, and white folks and all of that, they see more of themselves in you because you are of closer complexion so you're to them. Scary you're to less them. scary. Like yeah. you're, you're, you're more manageable. Yeah. You're more, uh, we can uh, have this person around because they're safe mm-hmm. and, and we don't feel threatened by their melanin as much as we would as, you know, somebody, you know, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would want, people of that complexion or light-skinned people to also understand it as well. But uh, what we shouldn't be doing is having some uh, oppression Olympics where, oh, well, because I'm light-skinned, I had to be on two different sides and listen to that, blah, 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 blah. As very much that is true, yes, there is a difference um, that people of different complexion experience. Now, the main goal is to not put that on each other because that that is neither of our faults. You know right. what I'm saying? Like that we weren't, we weren't born here uh, with the choice before we came out. Like, oh, this is, you know, this isn't NBA. This isn't 2K, my player, where I can determine like what complexion I want. I definitely get that reference, want. guys. I don't know what Yo. the fuck talking about. <laughs> you know, this is like a video game edit mode where I could be like, oh, I want to oh, come yeah, out. Yeah, and, yeah. you know, when I come out, I want to be fully tatted from head to toe with like dreadlocks or something, you know, like it's not like that. It's so like the Barbie game. Exactly. So it's just like, you know, amongst each other, I would, I would really love to see more unity and more understanding. Um, because I mean, yeah, the whole, the whole idea of colorism was put into place by, by the oppressors, excellent. by it's like, it's, it's viewing society through a, colonized lens you know what i mean and mm-hmm. and they did that very strategically mm-hmm. to a number one be like look we are superior right, that's number right, one and number right. two to create conflict within communities and the same shit happens with arab people mm-hmm. like and, and that's the thing it is so universal it's so mind-boggling to me though that like someone will be like oh but like you're light because i'm like at the end of the day my friend todd here he gets pulled over, he's Yo, still going to be black. It's clipped. You know what I mean? Like, and he's still going to be treated bro. as such. So it's like at the end of the day, like what the fuck are you actually right. saying? Yeah, it, it, it very much, you know, I, yeah, I've had those experiences. And that's why I said like, yo, listen, I'm not saying that we've had similar experiences or my experiences are harder than yours or whatever, but it's like at the same time, what you might have experienced is different, but I still went through those moments. Yeah. You know, like I've definitely been called nigger before. Like white people don't look at me and just be like, hmm. Yeah. What is this guy? Like at the end of the day, they know exactly what to call me when they see me. If they don't like me, they know exactly the word mm-hmm. to say when they see me. They'll be like, yeah. Uh, 
Yeah. And you it's like you mean? said, it's like it's not the oppression Olympics because like I think that is really common and basically every community that's not just like a every, white American. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're like, we're all so tired of experiencing discrimination or stereotyping or racism or oppression of any sort that it makes us almost feel angry that someone else who maybe is similar to us in ways is maybe being treated better. And it it is fucked up and it is a problem. And it's not, it's not to say that we're in denial or I'm in denial of reality because I know that even me wearing a hijab, having fairer skin, having an American accent when I speak, I am going to be treated differently than someone who wears a hijab, even if they're the same shade as me, Mm -hmm. if they have an accent, different interaction. Treating me very, very very different. And Mm -hmm. I've experienced it so many times and I know it to be true, but it's like at the end of the day, when it really fucking comes down to it, no one sits next to me on the subway. People will rather fucking stand up or sit next to the person who's talking to themselves than sit next to me. And in that situation, does it work in my favor? Absolutely, because then I have so much leg room and space to (laughs) move around and put my bag down and shit but it's like they're still scared of me uh, you know what i mean like i am still viewed as some type of like threat so it's like yes it's different situationally but like in the grand scheme of things no yo people people surprisingly off the first rip find me extremely intimidating well he well here's the thing you guys can't see todd he's very tall <laughs> And when remember I was saying earlier something about like Todd could kill me. I do believe he <laughs> probably could. He wouldn't. He's very nice. But like you know when someone's oh, just like man. very tall, like you're just like oh like that person can like step on someone type vibe. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like if someone really pissed him off, like he could just like lift his leg up and be like boom, crush yeah. you. Yeah, people were like some. I, I've heard a lot. They're like yo, off of like first interaction, like. You come in and like, you know, yeah, you're tall. You have this fucking beard. You have this look on your face. You just have a beard. And you just walk in and you just are just like matter of fact about things. Like, yo, like, where can I get this and that? Like, like I remember, I think my boy Waz. Where can I get a Coca-Cola? <laughs> my, my boy Waz. Yo, shout out Waz. Um, What's up, Waz? My boy Waz was telling me um, when he first met me, I was out. And I think I was on the phone like arguing with somebody. I think it might have been like. No, maybe somebody I was dating, maybe a homie. I can't remember. But I was arguing on the phone, but the way I was yelling in the phone, it's like, you know, when you're yelling in the phone and you don't even have it by your ear, you have it in the front of your face and you're just barking on the phone. And like, you're barking in a sense where like, I don't give a fuck what you're saying right now because I clearly can't hear it. All I can see is this phone and I'm screaming. And so I was barking on this phone and he was just like, bro, like you were going crazy on the phone. And and blah, 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 blah. And he was just like, then you came to Patreon because you used to work at uh, the spot called Patreon Anew. I don't know if it's still around anymore. But I walked in and he was just like, yo, security, that dude right there, fucking crazy. Like, he's scary as shit. Please, like, be on the lookout for him because, you know, um, I don't know. There, I, and I And I think it was based off of, like, I think he said, like, he had said something to me or, like, I just, I said something crazy. And I, I'm, I'm known to say, like, really outlandish shit sometimes where, like, I'll just be like, yeah, just murder all of them. Like, just, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yo, all clip the whole house, bro. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Right honestly, now. walk in and spray the whole house. Yep, and they're yep. like, yo. And I'm like, kidding. Yeah, but, like, obviously, I'm not joking, kidding. guys, but also kind of For not. real, kind of serious. <laughs> so, you, I think it was just, like, a mixture of that. And he was just like, yo, like, that dude scares me. I don't know why he's in here, but, like... 
Watch out for him. I love Todd being like, oh, I don't know why he was scared. I only said that everyone should die. Right. I'm like, oh, I don't get it. Yeah, and, so, and so like, you know, and then, and then he was like, and then you walked up to me and you was like, hey, what's up, man? Like, yo, do you have this in such and such size? And he was like, what the fuck? He was like, yo, okay. Yeah, I fuck with him. He's cool. And then we ended up becoming friends. And yeah, I, I always get that. People are like, yo, you walk into spaces and you have this look on your face and then you like say something to somebody and it's just very much like, yo, where's the bathroom? And they're like, fuck, to do what? To chop somebody up? And I'm like, what? Like, no, dude, I got to piss. And they're yeah, like, yeah, yeah. oh. But that's the thing. I'm like, I feel like I have that in me, but also it's not as scary when I do it. <laughs> It's only a little scary because although in my mind I'm so tall, I'm not. I'm still 5'3". So, like, I will come in and matter-of-factly say something. Right. And even when people text me, like, the way you text is scary. Do you put periods at Lo the end of your I text? love punctuation. Yo, that's I got it right there. I only know how that's to communicate with punctuation because when I first started learning how to type, um, I don't know if you ever had, like, a computer class where they would be like, ASDF, JKL, semicolon. Yeah, I hate and this. I can, and this is in the time of the back to AIM, the height of AIM, where people were, like, typing, like, capital letter, lowercase mm -hmm, letter, mm -hmm. whatever, da-da-da. And, like, instead of saying, like, what's good, it's like, was good. You right, know what I was mean? good. And I was like, you know what? No. I'm going to simplify my life. At the age of 11, I was like, I'm going to simplify my life. Mm. And I'm just going to type everything the same way I would like write an essay, right. send an e like anything right. that I ever need to do. I want to be able to type in that way. So like I will always capitalize. I And I can't even help it because that's how I learned how to type. And so now it's like I can't stop. But you send someone a text and you're like, hey, uh, what are you doing right now? Question mark. And they're like, that's really scary. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, the hey, definitely comma, is. Hey, what are you doing right now? Question mark. But I'm so petty. Like, so, okay, I'm, the question mark shit and, like, explanation points and shit, like, I feel like I don't, I don't get issues with that. Like, people don't be like, whoa. You're like, I'm not anti-exclamation right. But, like, the periods, I'm petty. How I'm do you know that individual. the sentence is over? I'm, I, I'll, I'll do some shit where, like, somebody will say something and I'll just be in a mood with them and I'll be like, okay, period. And they're like, damn. They're like, damn, bro, are you good? I'm like, I'm fine, period. And I purposely put the period in there because I want you to know that, like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not jacking you right. I'm not fucking with you right now. You know, he's what I'm playing saying? mental like, games with people. Using I do, yo, I be petty, man. I really be petty. Like the, but the, it's, it really is the period, like. But that's what it is. Everyone, but it's it's a period with like, like a a, a very. Like it'd be a one word period. Oh yeah, and I that's, like LOL period. Yeah, if I if I put if I if I'm like writing an actual sentence and I actually put period, like I don't mean any like fuck you for it. It's not. A but when it's like the one word, like what's up? Period. Not even question mark. What's up? The way like, that I want. If I searched iMessage right now and just put in what's up? Period. Every conversation I've ever had, it's gonna be in there. It, but that shit really does it though. You got to be careful with how you text people. Well, okay, listen. I'm again. I'm I'm not conforming. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to do what I need to do. And if you're scared, then you're scared. And maybe that's good. But like the friends that I have that have known me for a long time, they will warn people. Mm -hmm. They're like, by the way, just know that when you talk to Nora, she's not mad at you. No. She just loves periods. Punctuation is key. But like if she's mad at you, you will know. And uh -huh. there will be no question. That's the thing. If I'm mad, it's never going to be like, oh, I'm going to use a period. No, right. no, no. I'm going to be like, hey, <laughs> listen. Why you do you say like, oh, I'm a dickhead. I'm going to use a period. I'm like, listen, I'm going to be like, hey, I'm going to be like, hey period fuck you period you oh, know what okay. i mean so then they'll know that i'm mad at right. them but the period alone i don't 
I don't think it's it's doing enough. See, it, but it, you got to understand it does. All right, next time you have a conversation with somebody and you're like annoyed, just be like, okay, period. And I swear that period, anytime, anytime somebody who I know, like, yo, this person might be pissed. Once I see the period there, I'm like, okay, yeah, now nah, this person's pissed. One word in a period. Yeah. Or, or. Okay, good night. Period. But now you know you could be like, maybe they're mad, but also maybe they love punctuation. Maybe, maybe, but Something I'm never to gonna consider. see it like that. I could consider, consider. But I'm telling you, I'll be the person who'd be like, oh, yeah, dude, they're totally fine. I'm like, yo, so anyway, da da da. And they're like, do you not understand that I'm fucking mad right now? And I'm like, oh, well, well, how am I supposed to know that in text? I thought, you know, punctuation, like, wow, somebody's got their grammar up. Maybe that's, maybe me typing that way is a reason why I have a compulsion to express my feelings to people now. Because I'm like, I can't express myself through a period. So now I have to use my words. Yeah. Like they, like you can't tell that I'm upset because like this is just They'll, naturally exactly. how I text. And so they just go about the conversation totally fine. You're like, yo, like I'm fucking, I'm, I'm not, I'm not feeling you right now. What do you want? Period. It's like, whoa, <laughs> whoa. How was I supposed to know I'm not that? feeling you right now, comma. Like the period told you, bro. Like, yeah, what? listen, the period will always tell you. <laughs> the period, the period is, 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 is everything. It, it's a, it's a weapon. It's a, it's a, you know, it, the impetus for self-expression through oh, words. Man. You know, the period really is the beginning and the end the period, of everything. Beginning and the end. That's a fact. Listen, That's Todd, fact. I feel like we, we've, we've said what we needed to say. You know what I mean? We've, we've given the people what they want. Right. Um, yeah. This has been a very fun conversation. Where yeah. where can people follow you? Where can people find you? Uh, you know, plug plug your shit. Yeah, I'm. You know, I'm cool. You know, I guess you fuck with me. Uh, I'm, you could uh, add me on Instagram at oshitod. O h s h y t t o d d. That's nice. two t's, two d's. People get it fucked up and they think it's oshitod. Why would but it it's be that? oh shit, Todd. Why would it know. be oh shite? I don't know. They're like, is it oh shy? Is it oh shite, Todd? I'm but like, what, what, what does oh shy mean? I, that's what I'm saying. They're like, oh, like are shy? you shy? I, I remember people ask me like, oh, are you shy? And I'm like, what? Whoa. Like, Have you met where did me that or come spoke from? to They're me like, ever? Oh, no, because your Instagram handle is oh shot. I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. It's oh shit, Todd. So just know that when you when you come to me and you off rip just say, are you shy? I'm going to give you the most confused fucking look ever. Like, what do you mean by that? I might, depending on. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to cut that. (laughs) I also want to just give a quick shout out to our favorite Aussie, Aiden, Um, uh, videographer extraordinaire. Like that's, that's really my boy. Like the amount of love and like, I don't know the amount of love that like I give and then it is a return. Like you don't get that a lot, you know? And that's why he's like one cry. of my closest friends. No, seriously. That's really my bro. Cry. It's really my man's man. Shout out to fucking cunts fucked. 